Welcome to the Sunglasses No Cat podcast. I am your host, Zibian Wynn, and I am thrilled with today's episode. You get the chance to meet, and uh, we have a brief conversation with Sven. He is a photographer, and he's been doing this for quite a while, but um, besides his extensive career, he's also started dipping into fine art, and he talks about his switch and his um discovery of his niche um not just in his career but also in his what what brings him joy what his uh, bliss has become and as we listen to this wonderful podcast episode i would encourage you to think about what your niche is and how you can translate this talk of photography and artistry to the things that you're doing in your own life and um, there is a beautiful moment of uh, gathering and and coming togetherness that we exchange and the conversation turns into a little bit of community Um, but I hope that whatever you're doing today that it brings you joy and that if if what you're doing today in your career or in your hobbies, whatever you may be doing, if it is not bringing you the most joy, that you would find things that bring you joy, that you would encourage yourself to step out of your comfort zone to find other comfort zones. (laughs) So thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Thank you for everything that you do. I hope you have a beautiful day, that you make good choices, and that you look both ways before you cross the road. And, um, yeah, without further ado, here is the podcast. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for being here, Sven. You're you're a very, um, you're a unique artist in that you have not only had an extensive career, and you said it was in the editorial thing Mm -hmm. you've had a bunch of um your work published that way but you're also um making some really cool transitions and so I just want to really like get into your story and also talk about your relationship with Santa Fe yeah and um yeah I'll let you get into that all right uh thanks for having me where where are your sunglasses by the way oh (laughs) I know everybody it's funny I have so many people telling me like wait why are you not wearing your sunglasses why do you have a hat on right (laughs) So, um, yeah, my story is very, I grew up in, in or I was born in, in Germany and grew up in Austria, and then I moved with my wife to L.A. in 2003. Uh, so we moved to L.A. in 2003 uh, from, from Germany, and um, I, well, I have a long career before that, so I don't know how long the podcast can be, but yeah. <laughs> I started out as I did. I worked in so many different fields in photography because I think, especially if you start as a photographer, you don't really know what your niche could be or should be. Oh, that's you know, right. Which field is are you good in? Yeah. There are people that are really good at sports. I suck at sports. Oh, uh, yeah. Photography. You found out. <laughs> um so I started actually, my first job was um, being a food photographer. So, mm. uh, you know, it's, uh, which sounds delicious, yeah. uh, <laughs> but it gets boring after a while. I mean, I'm into food. I love cooking, but 
photography of food is a different animal and it gets boring after a while. You are in the studio all day, there's nobody to talk to other than, a, you know, somebody who cooks the food. And um, so I transformed uh, to, uh, actually, I even worked for an adult magazine for a while, which sounds more sexy than it really was, um, to become actually a photojournalist for many, many years. So I traveled all over Europe. I was hired by... Um, one of the leading photo agencies in, in Germany. Uh, so I traveled all over Europe for many, many years. Mm. Um, did from royal weddings to news events to all kinds of things. Um, which was an exciting time because it was back in film days. Yeah. Um, so you had to take your entire lab with you. Uh, you always had a crew around you who would, you know, develop the film and, mm. and start scanning and all that. Um, and actually, you had to be a photographer. These days, everyone with an iPhone thinks he is a photographer. Yeah, that's Which, uh, you know, I see a lot of good photography out there, even people who just doing it as a hobby. But uh, back then, it was a different, completely different animal. You had to be a photographer. You had to know what to do with film and what kind of film to use, which lenses and all that. Mm. So um, I did that for a really long time. And then I became a managing director of a photo agency, um, which was fine for the time because I thought it's time to, you know, put the camera to rest and focus on the business side. But I realized pretty quickly that I was too much a photographer. I was too mm. much into creating something and not, you know, working with Excel sheets and budgets and talking to clients uh, uh, and all of that. So we made a decision one point, my wife and I, who is also in, in media, um, let's move to LA, you know, let's, let's give it a try. And it was at this time... You know, everyone, of course, everyone, all of our friends said, you're nuts. You have a great job. You're making, you have a really good salary. You're, you know, you're set up. Why would you move and start from nothing? Wow. And we decided to do it because we were in our 30s or beginning of 30s and early 30s. And, um, well, we thought if, you know, if we don't do it now, we will never do it. And, you know, what the we had enough money for uh, saved up to do it for we gave each other i think six months oh wow and said okay if it doesn't work out in six months then we come back and we look for something else that's a tight time frame to make it is it, it is know? but if you you know if you really do the calculations you need a, you need at least one car you need you know new furniture all the electronics new computers new this new that so you have to, uh, uh, you know, be tight on your money. But we said, okay, we, we have enough money to rent a house for six months, buy a car and, and all that. And if it doesn't work out, at least we tried it. You know, it was yeah. a long dream. We had a lot, we spent a lot of time in California before. And we said, let's just try it. You know, mm. life is too short to not, you know, be a little bit of a risk taker. And... Um, Actually, it turned out really well. We had a lot of good clients um, that wanted to help us. So actually, the first thing when we came, uh, the first when we arrived in LA, it was raining. The weather was horrible. 
we didn't know where our container was with all our furniture and all that. Oh. It disappeared for a couple of weeks, but we got it. Um, so it was kind of, it was not a good start, but the first thing we did, we went to a store the next day and got an answering machine with a, with a phone number and we sent out the first email saying here, that's our new phone number if you need anything. And, uh, we, we plugged it in, left the house to buy, I don't know, probably some things for the kitchen, came back and we had like three or four assignments already. So Whoa. we knew, okay, we are on the right track. Let's yeah. just let's just do it, you know. And uh, the small operation in the beginning was just me uh, uh, doing photography, and then my wife doing the editing and sales and all that. And uh, it worked out well in the beginning. And then we we we've gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. So we hired, I think, at the peak we had thirteen photographers on staff Whoa. doing everything entertainment from Hollywood from actually the entire US we even had you know photographers in in Spain in Greece in uh, Portugal wherever there was an event we would get their their material and send it all over so we had 52 countries that we worked with it was a massive operation that got out of nothing and this worked actually pretty well um until 2008, when everything crashed, including the media business. Right. And um, we, are, we were still too German to just let it blow up. You know, everyone said, but just keep on going. I mean, what's the worst that can happen? You go bankrupt, but then yeah, bankrupt. Yeah, and then it's just So, bankrupt. you know, no, we said, no, let's, let's step down. Let's, you know, uh, put on the handbrake and... Uh, Let's just uh, focus back on where we started. And uh, that was a good decision and um, uh, saved our credit, saved our names, <laughs> saved a lot of money. And um, so we started doing uh, more and more these so-called at-home shoots. So mm. we had assignments from magazines in, in uh, mostly in Germany, but also like Hello Magazine in, in, in the UK. Um, who would hire us to do at-home shoots um, with celebrities, mm. which was very interesting, uh, not only transition, but it's different if you are at somebody's home. It's, it is. You know, and you spend hours with them. And actually, there was one of these uh, at-home shoots brought me to Santa Fe. I did a home shoot with um, Shirley MacLaine. Oh, wow. And I absolutely fell in love with, with Santa Fe. And I told my wife, we need to, let's take a look. Let's, you know, yeah. it's a beautiful area. And um, uh, we looked, we, we drove up here from LA. We did a road trip. And at the second day, we went to a realtor and looked at houses. Wow, um, just that quick. Yeah. You're smitten. Well, you know, it's, it's LA is a, a good place to work in, in media and entertainment. But I think especially now with, with, after the pandemic, it has changed dramatically. It's not a place where you feel safe or, I don't know, It's it's it just has changed. Like, mm. really, I mean, the crime rate is up. Uh, mm. Prices are exploding. Uh, it's not worth the effort that you put in to make more money. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, how many times are you really going to the beach? That's the other thing. You know, everyone says, oh, you have a great life. You live in California. You must be in Malibu all day. Right. And I, was, I can count the days that I've been on the beach uh, yeah. 
which are crowded and yeah <laughs> you know. and then yeah, go ahead. So um, we, we bought a house here 10 years ago, and um, but that was more like an investment. So we had to rent it out. And now two years ago during the pandemic when basically everything in my business was shut down. I had um, a lot of uh, shoots, photo shoots uh, lined up for that year, 2019, 2020. Yeah. And basically, one week after the president announced he would shut down the airports, um, that was it. Wow. You know, probably every week I got a phone call or an email saying, this job is not happening. Oh, no, this is not happening. This is not happening. Bummer. So at some point, you know, you have to... Um, you, you have to come up with a new strategy. How's your life going to be during the pandemic? Yeah. And uh, so one thing, of course, is that California is much more expensive than New Mexico. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a more relaxed life here. It's, it's you know, starting, you don't wake up to leaf blowers and helicopters. And, and yeah. you know, that is one thing. And what else is very inspiring is is... All the, the, this amazing huge uh, art scene here, you know, we we spend a lot of time going up and down Canyon Road, going into uh, 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 galleries, looking at art that I would never thought I would see. Mm -hmm. I would never go in LA and say, "Oh no, that's a painter I would be interested in." Yeah. Here, it's like it's a different. You get a different point of view for for arts, you know. And look, mm -hmm. uh, if sculptures or or paintings i don't have to have them all in my in my living room but it's i think it's a great inspiration so yeah it is it's a great place to be and uh life is easier now much easier because again it's much cheaper to live here than it is although i think local people here would uh, uh the people who grew up here would tell you differently probably um but still compared to la it's still yeah, a different vibration. A different vibration, uh, and 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 we love it. I mean, it's it's. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple of friends that have actually moved from LA, like the Bay Area, mm. and who like come here, yeah. and then we end up like connecting somehow. So it's like yeah. interesting to hear that, uh, like how there's a lot. It seems like there's a a fad or like a trend or something. Yeah, yeah. But we're like so happy to have you because it's like we need. Santa Fe has always been like one of those places where people come and go or they come to Santa Fe to get their quest mm -hmm. and then it either like spits them out into another part of the world and then they never come back or like they're constantly like going through all these different archetypes and changing yeah. who they are. And so for you, I know that you're getting more into fine art now. Yeah. So to me, it sounds like when now that I know your larger story, your timeline, mm -hmm. it seems like you're always telling someone else's story and now you're able to kind of tell a story of your own. Well, it's, it's um, at some point, again, if you know what your niche is as a photographer, which for me took a really long time. Yeah. Um, at some point, I realized um, I just want to do portraits because that's where, um, you know, I spend a lot of time on movie sets and TV sets to, um, to be relatively good with lighting. So that's where my fun part was for a really long time. Um, and then it transformed into what I do now is called light painting, which a lot of people don't understand. They think I'm really good at Photoshop, but it has minimal things to do with Photoshop. So basically, I go out during uh, uh, full moon night. That's my my 
base where I start. Okay. Um, so I wait till the full moon is out. Sometimes, right now, the moon is really low, so I have to wait till 2 o'clock in the morning, go mm. out, and then I set up my camera on a tripod. I open the shutter, and so the moon gives me like a, a base, and then I'm running around uh, with a flashlight and paint parts of it, um, of the subject. And um, it's called light painting. There are many different forms of light painting. There yeah. are people who are doing crazy things. and But that's my thing. So um, I looked into that. I'm doing this for, I don't know, 10, 15 years now. And I never, I just did it out of fun. And uh, now that I'm here, first of all, here you have a million different, uh, uh, you find cars, you find beautiful trees, you find landscapes easier than in other states um, and they're accessible and people are really nice in letting you, you know, use, I just went to a place and there was somebody with an old car and I asked him and I was expecting he would ask for, yeah, like California, they would say, oh, you want to photograph my car? What are you going to do with it? Mm -hmm. uh, it's 500, is that okay? Whoa. So here it's the opposite. They invite you for, you know, even for dinner because they find the whole process interesting. Uh, what? Because sometimes it looks crazy. I'm dressed in black and I'm running around with a flashlight like a, <laughs> like a robber. So um, it's, um, it's something that I focus now more. And uh, um, it, it's just a fun thing for me to do. You need, an, as, a, as an artist, which a lot of artists can relate to, you need an outlet and once you have found this niche, you wanna, you know, you wanna keep on going. It's it's uh, it's just I think natural. That's in our DNA to be, to become better, and to to uh, to work on one thing. And that's what I'm doing right now. That's your that's yeah. Like it's I feel like um, the common theme that I've had with these podcasts in the last like four episodes has been all about community. Mm -hmm. And so it's like. Definitely finding your community. And then now that you've found the miracle, you're like, oh, this is like, this is what I yeah. am. This is who I am. It's like, of course, you want to do everything you can for that. Yeah. 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 So, um, t like, take us through just, I know you do uh, workshops. You do, did you do workshops? No, I tried to do one workshop here in, yeah. uh, at Santa Fe Workshops, which I think it's it's a great thing. Unfortunately, that didn't sign up too many people. So okay. we had to, we had to cancel it. I never did a workshop uh, ever after that again because it was so frustrating because it takes work to put it together and then nothing yeah. comes out of it. Uh, but I might start it again because I have a lot of friends and people who are saying, I don't understand how are you doing this? I don't, why don't I see you in the picture and all that? So, um, but then on the other hand, you don't want to give away too much. Right. Um, not because it's a secret. It's just like, it took me many, many years uh, uh, to find out which tools to use. And, and uh, you know, because light uh, has, has like a million flavors. It can be, you know, soft, hard, warm, mm -hmm. cold. You have to know which direction, all that. So um, if, you, if you give it away too easily, it, it takes away from the art itself. Yeah, it's a know. craft. It's a yeah. skill. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm trying to focus on... on uh, producing more because again since I just have to four more nights I don't have too many nights to do something and then I have to find a place 
uh, where I can go and uh, um, yeah that's that's where I'm at right now that's really cool is there a piece of art that you're like most proud of or like a moment in your art like with your light painting that you're like whoa like like I'm really in it right now I'm in my flow state actually uh, um, now it's different because it's it is um, I'm I'm really never really happy with what I did. I mean, I'm happy, but it's <laughs> not like, oh my God, that's the photo of the century. That's yeah. my best photo ever taken. That's one of the things people always ask me. Who was your favorite celebrity that you ever shot or which was the best photo you ever took? And I can say I didn't take it yet because oh, wow. you always you always push yourself to the next, you know, the, the, you look at the photo. Sometimes the, the process is, I come home at night and then I usually look at the same night when I'm coming back at six o'clock in the morning and my wife is like, you want a coffee? So I'm, I'm taking a look just to be sure I got what I wanted. And then I usually let it sit for a day or two because you're, you're getting a different view. And one photographer, um, I don't know who it was, um, once said it's because you don't have the... Um, the distance that you had before, you had to bring it to the lab and you had to wait at least a couple of hours to get mm. it back. You don't have this anymore. Um, and of course, the excitement, you know, or which way it ever was. I, I remember many times going to the lab, bringing a film, and then it was like, oh my God, did I do this and that? I don't remember. You know, it's it's like yeah. the anxiety level goes yeah. <laughs> goes through the roof. So um, I wouldn't say right now. My main focus would be on. I really love the trees here, and I'm always mm. looking for dead trees and and uh, 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 special trees that sounds weird, but they talk to me in a way that. I say I, I need to photograph it. Yeah. So I'm always, you know, on hikes. Uh, I have a lot of friends that I go hiking with or, and they give me tips uh, where to find, you know, uh, uh, unusual trees. Yeah. And that's that's one of the topics that I really like. Um, uh, but uh, no, I haven't taken, I don't think I have taken the perfect shot yet. Yeah. It, it takes... It did, yeah. I think um, I think that that's really telling of an artist, though. I think that um, as artists, like we have a hard time becoming very settled with a certain process of whatever painting or or yeah. picture you're taking. So I don't. I, I think that's like a really good place to be. Yeah, for an artist. I, th I think it's it's that's why I also I have a hard time selling my own stuff. I have. Uh, um, I'm probably my worst enemy because I see something and I'm just like, oh no, that's great. And I'm like, yeah, I could have done this differently or this, or should I do this or should I do that? It's, but it, it's, it's always been like this in all my work, all my, uh, uh, if I do, and I still do portraits. I still do work, uh, editorial and commercial in LA. So I have to go back and forth. Um, but I'm always very, very critical of my own stuff. It's just like, I think like most uh, artists are, um, it's not that you're never happy, but it's like you see things that nobody else sees, you know? It's right. like, oh, why didn't I see that? And I said, what are you talking about? You know, it's, it's yeah. you want to be a, as perfect as I'm, my, my wife always says, I'm, I'm horrible with this. That's why I can't hire even a, a person to do tiles because I'm standing there and saying, 
you'll see that this tile is like half an inch tilted. Why is it not straight? Yeah. And it drives me nuts. I could rip it out. <laughs> and everyone says, I don't even see it. Where's the, let me see the, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's a little bit crooked, but come on, nobody sees it. Yeah. It's just but like. But you'll see it and you'll know. Yeah. And every morning I wake up and we have this thing in our kitchen now. There is one tile. It's to, And every morning I'm standing and looking at it and it drives me crazy. Yeah. And it's the same with, with my work. I, I want to be as you know perfect as possible which is not possible but yeah i think it's in 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 your dna and i never met another artist who said oh no i'm i'm at a i'm at a level of 110 percent yeah and nobody can reach me and uh, uh i'm on the top of the mountain yeah and i don't want to do this but you know yeah the rest and that's not the way not the way it is but it, a place like here helps because it's much easier to find um, artists that you can relate to and that you can talk to yeah um and they're very open and and um it's 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 a great community to be here as, as an artist I think. yeah i think um i think that i don't know if you've caught it yet but like we have a what we call the manana attitude yeah well yeah which I, but the thing that happens there though is um if something is out of place like a tile is like <laughs> we're just like it's a tile yeah right yeah no 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 i understand it's it's a different attitude here but i like it. look i grew up in 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 vienna which is already they also tend to be in this manana uh oh yeah kind of thing because you know they're closer to italy you get the worse it gets but it's th that doesn't bother me, you yeah. know. It's just like um, if you build something f and ask money for it, you want to. I have the standard yeah. to do the best I can, and if I messed it up, I try to fix it. Yes, um, and that's why I don't know. I, I always do more. I always do um, even with my clients, and and again, I have I have. Um, a nice client base in LA. They are willing to wait till I come to LA, which is kind of hilarious. But uh, they are willing to wait a couple of weeks because wow. you know I I always try to pull shoots together and then I go there. And it's it's the same. They they are paying me, let's say, to do new portraits. Mm. But I'm always doing more. I always come up with some crazy idea to do something. And I do that on top. It's like ice skating where, you know, you have different. <laughs> um, so I always do the basic that they paid off for. And then I'm doing something extra. And most of the time I say, what, are you, what is that? What are you? Because I, you know, shoot through crazy glass things. And I do things with lighting and all that. And um, most of the times they're happier with the things that we create at the end. Yeah. Which are crazy than uh, the things we were planned for or that they actually paid for. Yeah. Um, which, of course, is the other thing you need some as a photographer, if, especially if you do portraits. It takes you time to get, you know, to get it flowing. The, the yeah. first photo is never going to be the same than three, four hours yeah. later. Do you feel like you start to like your energy start to blend and you're like, oh, well, we can try this. Well, you, well, first of all, you have to find out what kind of person is it. You mm. know, it's like you meet 
and and so one thing is most people hate to be photographed. That's it doesn't matter who it is. It yeah. can be a celebrity, can be you know somebody who has been on a million red carpets. Most of them hate it. Oh wow. Um, and then you don't know um, if if you shoot a celebrity, it's is it a persona that you know from TV or movies, or is he completely different? And they're both versions. I mean, most of them have something that they also play in the movies. There's okay. always a part that it's like, oh yeah, I, I was, well, yeah, that's pretty close to. It comes through. Yeah, it comes through. But um, it's it's. But it takes time, you know, they, they have to know you, I have to know them, you have to find common ground on what you can talk about, because, you know, if it's just silent, yeah. nobody's talking, and yeah. it's just music playing, it's weird. Yeah, There are photographers who are really good by just doing nothing, but um, I'm not that person, I need to, you know, I need to not make jokes the entire time, but it's like, you, you want to talk, like, they don't even feel what's going on, you know? Right. Um, so it takes, it takes a while, but then again, if, if you have everything that they already are booked for or paid or paid for, and then you say, I want to do something completely crazy. Let's try it. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It doesn't matter. Uh, and they were most of the times they were, uh, completely blown away. You know, like, like, uh, I remember one thing I did a, a photo shoot with Giorgio Moroda. I don't know. I think many yeah. people know him. Yeah, uh, who is called Mr. Disco? You know, Donna okay. Summer and all that. And he's a very nice guy. And um, I had a shoot with him in L.A. And he said, "Look, you really, I have to go at some point." You know, and we had like I don't know, maybe two hours. And at the very end, uh, I said, I, "Give me two and a half minutes. I want to try something." And I I built um, something. Um, a board with mirror tiles that I glued on in different angles. Oh, wow. And I was shooting with a long lens. So when you shoot into this with a long lens, you don't see that it's a mirror anymore, but it breaks. Uh, it, it's hard to explain. It looks weird, but okay. <laughs> it's a very interesting picture. And he was like, oh, my God. When did you come up with this? And I said, "Well, it's, it's not my my invention, but I, that's what I do." My 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 wife always calls me the crazy professor because <laughs> sometimes I'm I'm you know in the middle of the night I'm going back into my little studio and I try out different things um, that I've seen or or uh, that I just you know came up with that that could look really good. Let, I want to try that right away. Yeah. And so he was completely. He was like. Well, I've never seen anything like this. How's that work? And then he saw the results and he loved it. Yeah. Because it's you know it's hard to explain. You have to you have to see. I it. can almost picture it though. Yeah. I can get a sense of what you're so doing. So it's 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 a reflection, but because the tiles or the parts of the mirror are in different angles. Yeah. It like you know it's, it's smooth. Like a, it's, it's, yeah. It's yeah. Like a, almost like a cascade. Yeah. And then you see parts of a face. You can recognize them, but it looks it looks different. I'm sure so it's I'm, gorgeous. I'm, 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 so I'm doing all these. You know, I spend a lot of time at Home Depot finding <laughs> stuff that I thought mm, that's interesting. I could shoot maybe through that, or I could do this or that. It's just like. Um, uh, you know, it's and again, it's, I'm not the only one. There are a lot of really good photographers who are shooting through. I don't know, even ashtrays. You know, yeah. I've seen it all. 
but um, you have to find your own way. And that's, but coming back to the main story, to the main topic is um, you have to find your niche. And for me, it took a long time. And I think a lot of younger photographers have the same issue. They don't know um, what they should focus on. And um, I had the same issue. And, and if you if you see, and I saw, I don't know, working for an agency, I saw, I don't know how many portfolios of photographers. And it's always the same. The ones who are doing too many niches, they do everything from flowers to weddings to sports, news. Oh, wow. They suck at each and every Yeah, field. every single one. Yeah. But it's, if you have these, and you just have to look on the top, all the top photographers out there who are really doing very well, uh, they just focus on two, mostly two uh, um, niches. They do portraits and landscape or, you know, just two fields. And that's where they nail it down. And, you know, a lot of people are telling me um, when they ask me about it, say, well, but if somebody comes and says, can you shoot my children? And the next one says, oh, can you do a still life of my product for eBay? And it's like, yeah, you could, but just, if you if you reverse it, if you see you want to hire somebody who does you want a new, you want a new kitchen, yeah, and you hire someone the first comes in and says, oh, I do kitchen bathrooms, I do sheds, I do garages, and he's good. And then the next one says, and he says the only thing I'm doing is kitchens. Yeah, I've been doing that for ten years, right? Like Twenty years, and I've built a gazillion kitchens, and you already have the feeling, oh, he must be really good because he can afford. To just focus on that. If somebody says, can you build a bathroom? He says, no, I can't. I mean, I could, but I don't. Right. So in photography, it's the same thing. It's it's, And that's why I think some photographers are struggling today because they want to do it all and they cannot say no, which, mm. you know, it's it's uh, uh, somebody comes along and says, oh, can you shoot my real estate? And the next one, and you're not good at any of those. So rather nail it down yeah. and then keep on going on this narrow road and just focus on that and look what your competition does and how, you know. And for me, it was always the most important, uh, most interesting part was lighting. It's always been. And um, I love being on movie sets and talking to gaffers and and. and and grip guys and and it's it's just for me it's like being in a candy store because yeah. you know they come up with these humongous fresnel lights and they know how to light a scene in every room and and it's beautiful and you learn tons of stuff and then you just take them parts of it and uh try to adapt it to to photography and mm. it's a beautiful thing that is a really beautiful thing um you said something about um well, you mentioned like how you you meet people that like they do everything, right? It's yeah. like but I think that especially where um photography and maybe even some like uh doing portraits and stuff like that, like painting, I mean, uh I feel like it can become maybe competitive or or like not just competitive, but you're like always trying to like be the voice that stands out among mm -hmm. the rest. And so, like, what would you say to someone who's, like, struggling with that? Like, they don't want to become obsolete. It's like, in photography, you like you said, you're always, like, finding that new way to do something. It's like, how do you overcome that fear of not being novel enough? Well, first of all, if you have to stand behind whatever you create. Okay. It's, it's 
it's different to what I said before and that I'm never really 100% happy, but yeah. I know what I can do. I know my boundaries. Yeah. I know uh, uh, if somebody says, can you make this room look pretty at night? I probably could. It's um, So you have to just focus on your niche and then look what is the competition doing differently. And then I think it's, at some point it's it 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 clicks that you know oh my god i'm really good at still life mm. so who are the the top 10 still life guys in the world and then you look at their work and you just analyze it what makes them so good and then you have to see uh, um i mean you can find a million things on youtube but photography is still i think it's like painting is it's not enough just to look, you have to produce it. And then you throw 99% into the trash and you keep the 1% and whatever. Mm. Even with mistakes, you can learn so much. I cannot tell you how many pictures I took um, for, to trying out new things, in, for, even for portraits or light painting, doesn't matter, that n never will see the light of day. But I always learn something new. And if you're not willing to take that risk, then there is no way for you then it's the wrong then it's the wrong path you have to be willing to make mistakes and and say okay yeah it took me eight hours now to create this still life i thought it looks good it looks like hell let's forget about it but i learned that i don't know how a monitor reflects light or that i need this or that i need that i think it's an important part to to become better and be uh, be as respected as you can be in in one field that you work. Mm. If you never shot, you know, if you're a still life guy, and you never shot a monitor, and then a company like whoever HP comes and says, "Oh, we like your work. Can you shoot a monitor?" and you have to say, uh, "No," but I will try. And then you have to do it by trial and error, and that's how the only way you can learn. It's the same like painting. If you're never did a portrait and somebody comes, I want you to take my, to paint my portrait. And said, oh, but so far I just eat vegetables. Yeah. Now. So you have to, if you want that, you have to do it by, by, you know, making a lot of mistakes. And that's unfortunately the way, uh, um, the artist world is, is, uh, to be conquered. There's no other way. I feel like, yeah, that whole mistaking, making mistakes thing has been like really alive for me um, because someone told me like, oh, like you need to keep doing what you're doing with these podcasts. Like you're telling stories yeah. and this is so important that you do that. And they're like, but don't you, don't you feel like maybe you might like give up or something along the way? And I was like, well, honestly, the mistakes are what helped me like yeah. know that I'm committed. Yeah. Because if I, if I like, you know, put up video to upload and then I realized I had like moved the file or something and things became corrupted mm. then I just wake up in the morning and instead of being like oh I guess that's not what I'm supposed to do I just like yeah. no I'm just gonna do it again I'm yeah. gonna try my best and and a lot of things I, I listen to a lot of podcasts uh, mainly in, some in German whatever and a lot of people who are doing this for many years they are saying if I now listen to my first podcast three years ago I want to delete it because I was so bad right but that's that's the way how you know, nobody learns that from waking up in the morning and says, today, I decide I'm going to be the best podcaster on the planet. Yeah. You have to do it to learn it. You have to make mistakes. And I think it's 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 a good thing. You don't have to be ashamed or, or anything. It's just like how the world 
works it's uh, or our brain um, and it's always and honestly it's also fun because every time you'd make mistakes you learn something else you know you, you see something that is unexpected and say oh okay that but monitor thing isn't that easy but now I know because I'm tried something else this could work for something else for another topic I don't know like a fridge or a TV or whatnot so um, I think it's it's a good thing to make mistakes and it's the only way how you do it it's it's like if you never take photos but you want to become better the only way to do it is take gazillion photos you know wow, because yeah. you will get better it's if I look at my 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 first uh, uh, photos look I'm doing this now for what 30 years a little bit more than 30 years um, if I look at my first photos I'm like oh my god what did I do I mean mm. you know from composition to which lenses to use which you know it, it's it's and you these are things you cannot learn on on YouTube or or um, even with it's good to have a mentor but everything else you have to learn by just doing it and, yeah. and not just like oh I'm gonna read a book and I'm looking at uh, 15 videos and then I'm good at it you can't do that it's like there are certain things that are very helpful even for me um, like software uh, things that are not in your manual where you say oh, how do people do that in, in uh, Premiere Pro or whatever um, you can find all that but the the actual creation part you have to do it's you have to do the hard part yeah you know it's something that like uh, blossoms inside of you like as if you're experiencing it for the first time it's not like we have a hive in, in a way we do with like the network now you can like you know transfer information i found out i could do this on premiere yeah. pro and you share that yeah but it's, it's totally different than being able to be like sit in front of the whatever you're doing and right do it. and yeah. just do it over and over it's like back in school when i had to learn poems you had to read it like a hundred times and then it was like they could wake you up at night and say now anybody and you would know you just know it you know yeah it's the same thing it goes into your bloodstream and then you know exactly and uh, um, I think that's the the more important part than you know which gear do you use or or you know <laughs> all that it's not important you know there are people out there who shoot uh, on 40 50 year old cameras and the work is still better than some younger kids on their iPhones or yeah. on their I don't know, $8,000 uh, yeah. DSLR or mirrorless. <laughs> it's, um, it has shifted and, and gear is, has become more important, but it's not, it's not what you need. You can, you can be a great still life photographer with you know, things that you find at home or a Home Depot. Yeah. It's just how you shape it, what you do with it, how you, you know, that's what you have to learn and to know if somebody comes again and says, I want you to shoot my monitor that you know what you have to do to bounce light and soften light and, you know, uh, um, that it looks good, yeah. that you are, you know, uh, that the results is that what they're expecting. And I think um, you don't need like a million dollars in, in, in gear. You can do that even with stuff that you find at Home Depot. Yeah. I... I'm wondering if you've ever had this happen where like you have a picture you've taken because um, that's your media and then you think that 
you're like, oh, well, that one's like par or whatever. It's, it's you know, it does the job. It gets the job done. And then someone comes by and they're like, that's the best picture ever. Oh, yeah. Have you? Yeah. yeah. All the time. Yeah. It's, it's, so what, how I work is when I come back, I do um, a selection of photos and then I pick my, let's say, top five and I start, you know, color correcting them or even put a LUT on them or, or something. And, um, with you know, or do some like retouching, whatever. And I put them out there and say, Here's the entire gallery with whatever 300 photos, and these five are my favorites, but choose whatever you want. And I think these are the five that I would pick, yeah. they're my absolute favorites. Most of the time, I would say they say, At half of it, nah, no, let's take this one and say, what? This one. Okay, why? I don't understand. <laughs> so it's it's a very, but I'm not mad or anything. It's, no. it's their decision. Yeah. You know, it's just like sometimes I don't understand why people pick this photo over this. But it's it's like you know, it's it's basically the same like art. You go into a gallery and there is like a splash of paint and they said, "Well, I don't understand why is that thirty thousand dollars?" And then somebody else says, "Wow, yeah. I'm gonna take it." Yeah, you know, they're like, I'll pay double. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. Can I put it on my Amex? It's, um, I think it's it's something that you can't explain. Like you can't explain colors. You can't, you know, it's it's something um, everyone has different and sees it in itself. That's the other thing that the, how you see a person is completely different than the way that the person sees himself. Yeah. You know, they see something and it's the same thing. It's, uh, a lot of times they're saying, can you remove, I don't know, let's say, this small pimple? And I say, where is the pimple? I don't see it. Yeah. Oh, I always had that. Can you remove that? I say, I have to look, but where is it? Yeah. So then I find it. But it's, it's you know, everyone like, or oh, no, I, I look like sleepy or I don't know, something. It's like, no, you don't. Um, so I think it's, it's, it's not something that you can sell to somebody. It's just like, here is everything. Pick whatever you want. You know, yeah. but it's it's many times it's something I said mm, I would not have picked that. But yeah. it's your call. It's your, yeah. The camera you, slipped and it was yeah, like <laughs> whatever. So you know, but um, um, that's also the fun part. You always and again, it's a learning curve that you, you don't have to be upset because they say no. But the other one was much better. It's not about better. It's about what the person likes and, yeah. and wants. And, and, and of course, it depends on what it's for. But um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, sometimes it's interesting, yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, that, was one, that was one thing that I had an artist on recently, and he was talking about how important it is. Yeah, you find your niche and everything. Um, but he said that like, whenever he looks back on his art and he looks at the feedback that he was receiving, it was always, like, the art that he was, like, either, like, unsure of yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's really interesting to see how our art evolves. Is there something that, like, you're working on right now that's, like, really alive for you and you're really excited about? Uh, no, I'm always looking for, for great locations, um, again, for trees. So if anyone knows about a great tree in, in uh, Santa Fe... Yeah, uh, I'm always interested in that, and then I'm, it's, it it has to you know some many times I find a subject more or less by accident. It's like 
you walked by there and said, I, I walked by there a million times. I never saw that. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, but there's this tree. It's beautiful, you know. And then I said, which tree are you talking about? So it's, it's um, you have to find it by accident. Yeah. You know, it's, it's. Um, have you been um, to the, uh, there's the, the basin right there. Mm -hmm. And I know you live in that yeah. neighborhood. Um, there's this like trail. And then at the beginning of the trail, there's this giant tree and it looks like it's been there forever. Oh, uh, really? Uh, my, okay. So my friend and I, we go out on full moons, but for different reasons <laughs> <laughs> to go dance in the moonlight and, you know, do the be loud Naked. and stuff. Yes. The whole thing. Wait, okay. And, um, but we walk past this tree every single time. And when okay. we were walking past this tree, we're like, this tree is significant. We don't know why. And it's so big and beautiful. And it just like arches and it's going oh, every direction. Okay. You'll love this tree. And it's I'll in, show in it the basin. You. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's oh, one wow. of the trails down there. All right. Um, yeah, I'll definitely have to. We'll get together or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Share, yeah. share yeah. the location. We dance together. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> we're looking for more people to dance with us. To to watch the moon rise. Yes. Oh, it's so beautiful. I I know you work with the moon. It's like yeah. it's so beautiful to be out in nature and yeah. just watching the. No, it's nature. very peaceful. I love it. I mean, it's. I have to admit, sometimes it's scary. And my wife told me because I went into the um, into the uh, woods the two weeks uh, the last moon, and she said, "You're not gonna go without bear spray." And I said, "Oh, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> I never thought about bears until now." Yeah. Yeah. This last, now, yeah, you know, it's it's um, it's weird how sometimes you get triggered, and now every time I walk, like, I wonder if there are bears here around here. You know, it's, yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> There's um, last time we went, we we went to the basin again, and um, there was like a huge thunderstorm, mm. and we we're like, what if we get shocked by lightning? Yeah. Like, it's so it's like always like some sort of you're facing some sort of fear element yeah. within, yeah. But I really enjoy it being being by myself because it's a, first of all it's time consuming you know mm -hmm. so I know I uh, I always ask my wife if she wants to come with me and she says hell no <laughs> um, because you know how long it it sometimes takes because again you have to wait till sometimes two o'clock at night then the composition has to be right which is harder when it's all dark and I mean you have the moon but it's still dark. Um, and then I look at it, and then I don't like it, so I change it. So it sometimes takes three hours for me before I even, you know, be done and packing it up. So um, it's, but but I like to be, you know, you you're just by yourself. You you think a lot about, you know, how your life has changed and everything, and um, you just look around and maybe find something else that you find interesting to photograph. So I really enjoy it. It's it's the 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 scare part now is the fault of my wife who put it in my head that we might have bears around, <laughs> but now I have bear spray, so I'm I'm safe. Yeah, I'm that's safe. good. You're safe. You're you're fine. You'll yeah. figure it out. There's always a, a another story to tell, some sort of oh, yeah. escaping jaws of death, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's so, so yeah. fun. We'll have to get together and like we can go and uh, I can I can be dancing in the moonlight, waiting for your yeah. perfect shot or yeah. something. That's true. Yeah, oh. so um, I'm really excited with everything that we shared. Is there anything that's on your mind that you wanted to talk about you didn't get to? No, not really. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm really. I've, I feel now that we we moved here two years ago. You, I, we feel like, or I feel like that I've arrived somewhere um, where you have enough time and and um, at the right place to focus on 
on art and that's beautiful you know it's mm -hmm. it's um i think it's that's the balance thing because before when we had the agency and we were we were working 16 hours a day so how much time do you have to even and that's the funny thing that i think the it's like the scale is tipping into different you know and when you're younger it's like oh i need money i need money i need money i need to make more money and then you don't have the time to even spend yeah. it yeah. or you buy beautiful things and you don't have the time to enjoy them and now it's like less money but much more time which is more for me now more valuable than than having many millions in the bank you know yeah. i think it's more it's much more worth that you can wake up and think mm, what i'm gonna do today and everyone who's a homeowner of course knows most of the times you spend on the roof fixing things but yeah. <laughs> um no it's 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 really i think it's it's um we found a perfect spot at the perfect time to be here and um, where you can, you know, focus on your art. And it's beautiful. It's, it's, we found, we met a lot of great people, made a lot of friends. Um, you're not isolated anymore, which is another thing that speaks against LA. I have to say, we lived in a house for our last house for seven years. We knew our neighbors, but we never spent more than 10 minutes with them. Yeah. Here, people come to your house. We have parties all the time. In fact, I just built an outdoor kitchen with a pizza oven because we have so many parties that are like, and I love cooking. Um, let's do it, you know. Yeah. And we have parties all the time, and it's beautiful. I just had my 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 birthday party for the first time. I, I and although we are just here, uh, what now, two years, we invited like what forty people, and it was like oh, beautiful, wow. you know. It's it's. It's um, it is a different vibe, and if you if you, and I'm sure it's the same if you come from different states, but I think especially from California here, it's um, it's so different. You know, yeah. uh, I always think by now I have like a love hate relationship with LA. Every time I fly in there, it's like oh, it is beautiful the beach, but then you're stuck on the four or five yeah. in traffic, <laughs> and you see a lot of artificial people. Um, it's it's a different vibe, and I'm always happy to come back here. And and um, I'm hoping they they offer more flights from Santa Fe to LA. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be huge and very helpful. But I I really have to say the nature here, the people, um, it's it's great to be here. And a lot of friends who are from all over the U.S. they all love coming here. It's always like. You live in paradise, and you don't realize that after a while. But I think it's true. You know, you don't uh, you don't always appreciate that the same way. But if somebody else comes and look, you hear this in the morning, and they say, no, I hear nothing. Exactly. <laughs> no leaf blowers, no helicopters. <laughs> Isn't that great? You don't hear your neighbors yelling at each other yeah. or whatever. It's it's just very peaceful, and 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 again, the art scene is. I think unheard of. It's oh, it's uh, popping here. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, we now we do it almost every uh, every Friday that we go to Canyon Road and grab a bite to eat and just look at art and it's 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 extremely inspiring. I have to say, it's like I now see art that I would probably not have thought about in other states or wherever I've been, but here you're almost forced to see it and say, "Wow, yeah, it's." 
can you imagine how long this took to make this out of stone or whatnot? Yeah. It's, you know, where do you even start? Like uh, these giant heads that are now on Canyon Road. Yeah. Like made with bricks. And I don't even know how much they are. I didn't ask, but it's like you, you, you see that and it's like, where do you even start with creating this among us thing it's 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 impressive and paintings too there are still uh a lot of amazing painters out there and and artists that's um very impressive it is really impressive yeah yeah i um i'll definitely include all of your uh links to your art i mean you have an oh, impressive you. portfolio and everything so uh and some really unique shots i don't think any i don't i don't think i've seen them replicated anywhere else like they're beautiful they're unique very one of a kind um but i was trying to think of like my last question i want to ask you because sure. i try to make it unique. i have all day <laughs> um <laughs> good um so the last thing that i want to say is um when you think about who you are now and what you're becoming and then think about like how you started off in your niche and finding that and discovering who you are what is a piece of advice that you would give to that younger self um advice to my younger self um or if you could give them a message it doesn't have to be advice uh well if you know i grew up when i studied photography and i wanted to know something i had to go to a library uh pay a couple cents for a copy and then sit there and you know find the page copy it bring it home these days everything is out there and on, on the internet um but for my younger self, I would start it. If I would start again, I would start on movie sets. Mm. No matter where, as long as you know you're around these people, and because I think they're they are much more advanced in lighting than any photographer. And the most successful successful photographers today, or who are really good at the work that I like, they all started out at, at, at on movie sets somehow, you mm. know, and. Um, again, I'm even now. I'm doing once a year. I'm doing a, a show for for Heidi Klum uh, oh, called okay. Germany's Next Top Model, where I'm the the set photographer and I'm there for a couple of weeks. And um, again, I love to hang out with these guys because I always learn something. You know, it's mm -hmm. like, wow, how you like this stage, or or and, you know, it's it's like. Uh, yeah, it's like a candy box. You just have to, to take it. And if I would start again, I would start on movie sets to just understand and learn lighting from from the get-go to be better. And uh, But, you know, you're never too old. You can still do it today. It's not... I think the age thing has... Uh, although I hate being getting older and, you know... Um, it's one of the things that I think there is no limit. I mean, look, Lindbergh, Peter Lindbergh... Um, worked till, till uh, his 70s and, and yeah. uh, a lot of photographers do you don't really ever retire because you do what you love and it's 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 uh, it's something that never goes away you know it's um, it's um, that's that's the good thing it's not like you put down your pencil and then you're done and then you move to Florida <laughs> and become a fisherman or whatever I've arrived it's it's I think that's something you will never that's why I start missing it, you know, both ways. If I do too many light paintings, I start missing doing uh, 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 portraits. If I do portraits, I start missing that, which is good. But it's, it's you get a different eye for things. I mean, I, 
I, for now, I really drive my wife crazy because when I see a show and I see a scene that is really beautiful lit, I stop it, I rewind it, I watch it again, I stop it, rewind it, watch it again just to find out, um, you know, like movies like Dune or, or, or whatever. But Dune uh, was good, yeah. yeah house, but Dune was, I mean, the, the, the set design was mind-blowing. Yeah. Um, and uh, especially since all of it wasn't... It was not all CGI. It was really built. Yeah, it was. Stuff. Yeah, and how they lied. It uh, beautiful. But my wife was like, well, "Yeah, but you've seen it now three times. Can we?" Uh, you know, and it's like, "No, let me see one more time. Where's that light coming? Where's that? What what happened there?" So it's it's. I think if it's if it's in your DNA, then you just keep going. You just keep going. You know, it's like uh, you can't stop a chef from creating food. You know, a yeah. chef will not say no from tomorrow on. It's all there is is fast food, and that's it. No more cooking. Yeah. It's like you you have to do it. It's it's just like um, you never stop. But but it's a beautiful thing, you know. Yeah, it's it is a, a beautiful thing. Wow, wow. I, I would love to have you on again another time for something completely different. I I do. Uh, I have this thing about movies. Okay. I, and I'm always like, I'm like, whoa, like look at. I'm like, did you see how they did that transition and how it's like telling this now? It's mm. it's you know, and I'm like. Everybody else is like, no, it's just a scene transition. I'm like, yeah. guys, it's cinematic bliss. Like, yeah, it is. I yeah. mean, there are really a lot of really good movies out there, and and sometimes I just watch them not because I really like. I'm, I'm this whole Marvel things. I cannot. They don't speak to me. Same. Yeah. But I like to watch them for the set design, you know, or again lighting. It's um, it's just a different way of seeing things you know it's it's the same like if i go through town with you we would see different things i mm -hmm. would say that might be a good background for for a photo you know for a portrait and he would say why yeah okay maybe um so it's i think it's the same with with movies a lot of people just consume movies without thinking how much work is in there and if so i much. you know Again, if you see even a TV show, which is, of course, much smaller, like Germany's Next Top Model, um, if you see how many people are necessary to make this thing work for this, I don't know, 45 minutes is one, I think, one episode. It's amazing, you know, yeah. when they have to start, who needs to be first on set, who is last on set. Which permits to pull? What you know? How much lighting? How many trucks? How many uh, crew members? It's like mind blowing, seriously. And if you see movies, if you be on movie sets, it's like, holy, where are these all these? What are all these people doing? You yeah. Know? And then you see how it all comes together, and it's it's beautiful. You know, yeah. it's it's. Um, but there are certain people I have really a lot of respect for, and that's for one thing is set designers who I think, I mean, you see, we just talked about Dune, that, that movie set oh, is, how do you even come up with this? And then like you're in your, in your wood workshop and you're saying, mm, I'm going to build that. And it's way, again, where are you going to start? Even are you making a model or just a drawing and then you yeah. start with your little saw, I, I don't understand. I want to be a part of that. Yeah. You know, just to see it. I don't want to build sets. It's just like, <laughs> I want to understand how you do that. Or, yeah. you know, and there are so many really great movies. Um, and if you're into movies, then I think you get a better appreciation for, for what, what people do on sets and what, 
you know sometimes it's just something silly it's like do you think they found the wall like this that it looks like uh, there was a fire first and then all the, the 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 paint peeled off or did somebody make it and i said no they made it how do you make a wall look like it's 400 years old and there was first a fire <laughs> then the rest was peeled off by nature and water yeah. it's beautiful it's it like is. can i take this home and it's like yeah unfortunately you can't but i know uh, my favorite thing um for movies is i always try and guess the budget I, and I always get it. Like I'm always oh, really? within within like a, like ten or twenty, like within ten million. Usually, yeah. I'm, I'm within. Well, it, it of course depends on who is who. Who are the actors? You yeah, know, so. you have to consider that. Yeah, and then yeah. I always, um, another thing that I always try and predict, especially it's fun with Netflix films. Mm. I'm always like, hmm. I wonder how many people wrote this. I'll bet you two people wrote this, and I bet mm. you they're both millennials. And then I'll I'll look at it. And I'm like, yep, I was right. Yeah, I was. And Witcher was that thing for me. Witcher, yeah, yeah. I Witcher's shot the, uh, the the guys who did the music for Witcher. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that was a beautiful soundtrack. Yeah, oh the my soundtrack gosh. Is, they have a studio at home that's mind blowing. It's it's, uh, yeah. I, I I do a lot of uh, music related uh, shoots, so it's that's really one of the fun things. That's like <clears throat> they're playing something. It's like, oh, hold on, that's. Oh yeah, that's from that movie, uh, TV show. And I was like, yeah, I wrote, I, I just won a gazillion prizes for that. Yeah, <laughs> and they won like I don't know how many prizes for The Witcher. Yeah, yeah, they did. So, that was brilliant. The yeah. whole thing was just yeah. a masterpiece. I, I really, what I appreciated about Witcher as a storyteller is that it wove two different timelines and then mm -hmm. allowed them to. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, was... I always like these movies where you know parallel things are going on, and then they. They interwine like uh, uh, which which uh, did I, oh did you see uh, uh, City on Fire? No, is it really? It's on Apple. It's something on the. Are we allowed to make some advertising here? Well, uh, yeah, cut it out. It's fine. Um, yeah. City on Fire. So it's on Apple TV, Apple Plus, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's the same thing. It's interwine. You know, I love that when it's like, you know, two two three stories, and they meet at the end basically. Yeah. And you understand. Oh, so now I understand. It's I just like, watched this A24 film, um, Beef, if you have Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah. Beef. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Blew it out of the water. Like, yeah. just rips your heart wide uh, open. Yeah. Yeah, Beef was a good movie. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, we, we have, we'll I'll have you on. We can just talk about that for the people that, like, don't appreciate it. Because <laughs> we, we, I feel like we did a really good job of capturing your story. And I'm really... I'm I'm happy that you're you yeah, reached out. Yeah, you know, the the thing is that sometimes I don't know how deep you should go for understanding. Maybe people are saying, "Oh my God, that's so boring. I don't need to know where a guy comes from and how he takes his photos." You know, it's like <clears throat> you never know what the audience, especially for a general podcast about arts, is. You know, if, other way around, would I be interested? Which kind of I know pencil somebody uses to draw? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I would because I'm interested in <clears throat> in different things, but um, it's always it's a hard thing to predict to say. Okay, we go, we start at the beginning. Uh, how do you do this? You put the camera, then you turn it on, then you do this, and you know, yeah, it's 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 tough. I like again, same with cooking, and I love to cook. Um, Sometimes there are recipes where I not only want to read it, I want to see how somebody does like a souffle. 
you know, mm-hmm. which is one of the hardest parts, I think, to do. It's like, but I want to see how long he whisked the thing over boiling water and what's the temperature of the water, how much, you know, all this, it's easier. You can't really, by just reading it, it's different if if you see it or something, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think it's uh, it's going to be interesting what uh, what's coming out of yeah. your podcast. Yeah, I, I think um, it's, yeah, it has some, some different uh, directions that I feel like it might land up. But for the moment, it's all about like origin and like, like I'm glad we got into the niche thing because like that's, that was like, that was like spot on because of what the, um, like I said, the theme has been recently. Mm-hmm. And I think it's wanting to kind of like settle there for now. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm really excited. And I'm like I said, I'm so glad that you reached out and like you're oh, yeah, yeah. a I brilliant think I artist. I saw it on, on Nextdoor and I thought, oh, why not? It's a good thing. I think there's just one other podcast, right? Uh, artist, artist podcast, uh, something, Son of Faith. I forgot one other. Yeah. So um, no, but I think it's it's interesting to have. You know, again, it's it's. Um, I know a lot of people which you shouldn't think that too many people these days would listen to podcasts because you have somehow to concentrate. But, you know, I love reading books, but I couldn't really listen to audiobooks. No? No, I don't like that. I like to read by myself. It's like... I appreciate both. And yeah. same thing, I couldn't read it on a Kindle. I hate this thing. Oh, yeah. It's like, I want a real book in my hand. Yeah. Um, but... Um, what did I want to say? Uh, no, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, about the podcasting. Oh, yeah. But the most of them who are specialized are, they don't do anything else. Same thing. They do a niche. They just do photographers. They just do entrepreneurs or, you know, just like, and I think that's a good thing because then if you, um, if you search for it, you already know it's not like, you know, there are podcasts out there that talk about everything. I don't want to, you know, listen to, I don't know, uh, the politics in Florida and tomorrow about cooking in Mexico. I, you know, you, I need to know what I'm listening to. You know, yeah. like, I love podcasts about uh, history, about crime stories. But same thing, I want to, you know, know that if I listen to crime stories... yeah. There's not, you know, it's like, no, this episode is different. We're not doing crime story. We're going to do cooking in Mexico. Yeah. See you next week, actually. See you next week. <laughs> and here's the recipe. But um, so I think it's it's a good thing to be, to be you know, whatever you do to have a niche. I think it's, it's that's the way to go. And you only can focus on, on one or two things and just, you know, the street gets, gets, First, a little bit narrow, but then it gets wider because people think, oh, if he just does that, he must be pretty good yeah. at what he does. And, you know, if you, again, if you think about whatever, kitchens or whatever, cars, it what, yeah. doesn't really matter. It's, it's, um, I think it's important to do that, you know. It really it's, is. Um, yeah. I mean, I have a friend who sells supercars. I don't understand it because it's like... So, you know, if somebody comes in, I have this old Toyota, can you sell it? And he said, no. Because oh. my, I'm into supercars and I'm selling only this. Yeah. It's great, but, you know, it's, it's, he has that. And I think it's, it's a good thing, no matter what you do, to have this one thing. You know, like if mm-hmm. you do jewelry, then just define it and do just men's or, you know, just do 
nose rings. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. But if you're just doing that, everyone will assume, oh, he must be really good. And that's true because you have more time to focus. So, you know, but I know a lot of people are struggling, you know, artists and, and, and I think even the, or especially the younger generation now. How old are you? Uh, 26. Oh, my God. Um, so I think a lot of, of younger people are struggling because they don't know. I think there's too much input right yeah. now. It's too much what you could do yeah. and too much, too much stuff that's not, I think, not realistic. You know, mm -hmm. it's not realistic to be an influencer. It's, um, well, you could work on it. And I, I don't know if you saw the show where they made an influencer out of nothing. That was oh, a Netflix man. show. It was really great. They created an influencer out of thin air. That's why I forgot. But I think if you Google, you're going to find it. Like they but, fabricated it? Yeah. Okay. They said, okay, let's say, um, because like the, I think the, 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 the margin more or less was the Kardashians that they said, that's amazing. These chicks have never worked in their life. Yeah. And look at their, what they built yeah. out of thin air. Yeah. Let's try to do the same with a person that doesn't, it exists, but there's, it's, it's like Bonnie M, you know, yeah. they never sing. Yeah. So they did that and it worked. They had someone create some, you know, they first, they bought a couple of uh, followers, but then, you know, they went, they did this and that they had a manager they, and it worked. They, they were able to do it, but it cost a lot of money, of course. Oh yeah. You so I think there's too much things out there. Um, um, that are almost blinding you. I mean, it is yeah. very tempting for a person, would be the same for me, <clears throat> when I was like 30 years younger, to say, oh, I can work on my computer and just post photos and people pay me for that, a lot of money. Oh, I want to do that yeah. first. And everyone loves me. But that's, I think that's the first part is that it's blending because you have to also live, live with a lot of hate, a lot of um, criticism. And that's why everyone who says like, oh my God, somebody like Kanye West, he, I mean, he, he lives the perfect life. And it's like, no, he doesn't. Because imagine waking up every morning. And, and I'm not a fan of, of Kanye West, nor... Do I hate him? It's just neutral. And we lived in the same facility. So I, I know, I saw him a couple times. Um, but imagine waking up every morning and the first thing you open up and TMZ or Radar or Daily Mail, they bash you over the head because they took a photo last night or what doesn't you have to be because of your last tweet that you did. Yeah. You know? And you didn't think about that because you were maybe a little bit tipsy or whatever. What doesn't matter? But they give you shit right away, and you have to live with that. Yeah. So it's it's the same like, mm, do you respond to that or do you just shut up and not even mention it? Um, so I think that's that's the part that a lot of people are are not seeing right away. It's like, oh no, but you get free stuff and you drive a Rolls Royce and you live like a million dollar mansion. Yeah, but the moment you open your mouth, there will be hundreds and then from the from your hundred friends, fifty who give you nothing but shit. Yeah. If you're willing to do that, that's a good thing. But it, I don't think that's what you want. No. It's like 
But I think there's too much influence right now what people can do uh, today. And, you know, really hard work is not what people are, are want to do right now. Otherwise, we wouldn't be in, you know, we wouldn't have a shortage on, on uh, in the restaurant business or, you know, and basically every everyone who, who serves uh, if it's like you need new windows, it's going to take you a year because there's nobody who can come by. So all of that, it's, it's, I think it's sad uh, that, you know, people or younger people are not able to find something in their 20s that they say, that's what I want to do. And I'm willing to start from scratch. Yeah. You know, like, I like building stuff. That's, you know, I want to know how yeah, more a carpenter or whatever. But that that's not, I'm, I'm, again, I'm a different generation. And plus in Germany, you learn a job and you stick with it most of the time. I would say 80 or 90% of the population is retiring in the job that they learned. Wow. So I, I would guess, I don't know, I don't have the, but I, I never, it's really tough in, in, in Germany to ch just change your jobs. Um, because everyone will ask you, oh, did you learn that? And here, mm -hmm. that's that's why I love uh, the U.S., because here everything is possible, you know? I mean, the, the guy at the counter behind uh, Chase Bank, last week he was working at Starbucks, and it's like, oh, hold on, how did that... Oh, no, I just applied, and they took me, and now I'm working at Chase Bank. It's like, oh, wow. You know, it would not be possible because you need training and it takes three years and then you take an exam and then you do this. But I think it's a good thing. It's, it's um, I know a lot of older uh, people who are saying, I'm always interested in the law, so I'm going to study law now. It's like, why? Because I'm interested. And I think it's a great thing. It's like, no, yeah, you don't have to pass the bar to be a lawyer but if you're interested in law i think it's a great thing it's good. have you have you seen uh, this film called the brand new testament it's a french no. film it's independent um so it's like the goddess and the god and and then like the father god uh anyways so the like the little girl her parents are god and so like she gets really upset with him because he's like got upset with her and all this stuff and so what he does is he, com he controls everything from a computer mm -hmm. and he like makes up all these like laws for the humans right and so one of them is like uh you know if you're uh if you drop a piece of toast it always lands jammed down like mm -hmm. jam you know all these little things like whenever you get into the bathtub the phone rings like yeah, yeah, just yeah. you know he's like a jerk or whatever and so um <laughs> what she does to get back at him and then she goes like she becomes immortal right she goes through like the dryer or whatever um she gives everyone their death day like everybody knows when they're gonna die how many minutes they have left how many hours how many days mm -hmm. and so what everything everything stops war stops everything stops in the entire world world peace you know and uh everybody starts doing whatever they want and the god he's like up there in his like you know little flat or whatever and he's like looking at the tv and he's seeing that like all these things are happening and like this guy like decides that he's gonna stop his job of like a he's like a uh some sort of ex executive or whatever and he's like gonna make a titanic ship the mm -hmm. titanic model out of toothpicks and he's like pissed he's like what's going on like why is everyone doing what they want 
so it's like I always think of whenever I have conversations like this, I always think of that film because it's like oh, hmm. okay. it's so good. The Brand New Testament, it's Brand so New good, Testament. powerful. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but cool. yeah, we'll um we'll we'll connect we'll connect again and we'll yeah, be able to talk about to. all this good stuff. Yeah. you're a really interesting person. You have a bright mind. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, thank you so much. Thank you.